How y'all doing, everybody? This is RayRebelEars.com with another episode of the podcast called The Quick Cast. Now, this is a special episode for Trouble. Um, rest in peace. I never met, but I actually worked with him. And I met him a couple of times, but we never interacted, which was funny. Now, if you know about my background, I was an assistant engineer for Steve Habicki, who's a multi-platinum Recording and mixing engineer, he worked with Kendrick Lamar, Gucci Man, Katy Perry, Mariah Carey, the list goes on. Mike Will made it. And there was a session where Trouble was at Tree Sound Studios. Mike Will made it was there, and they was just talking about the partnership. And I was there. It was funny because it was around the time when I was first getting introduced to ear drummers from the artists to the engineers to the A&R. Like, I met a lot of people through Ear Drummer. So shout out to Mike Will and the Ear Drummer company because I learned a lot from everybody there. At Tree Sound Studios, Trouble was uh, playing some of his tracks to Mike that they worked on, and it was a lot of hits. And it was amazing to see because the interaction from Mike Will to just seeing how he vibe in the studio because the A room at Tree Sound Studio is like... What, if you're trying to book an hour? Um, I don't know if it's 1200 an hour or it's a day rate, but I know like from what I've seen on his focus and how he conducts the session, it, it amazed me and it actually helped me with my workflow. So shout out to Mike Will. Now, when it comes to the Edgewood album, that's the album that I actually worked on. A lot of people don't even know this. I worked on the clean edits for the the album itself it was fun to do it was challenging but it was fun like I said it was challenging and I learned a lot from Steve who helped me to do that shout out to Steve and shout out to Mike Will made it too because it was him that you know it said to me coming in the studio because of course around that time Steve was bringing me to you know his crib showing me how he makes on the laptop to actually bringing me into different studios for the sessions but actually you know having Mike Will there with different artists coming around in and out but let me talk about some of the tracks off the album that I like now Knock It Down Ryder Keisha Dem What's Up What's Up Selfish Real Is Rare that that was one of my favorites Time after time. It was a lot on there. Even Bring It Back with Drake. I didn't work on that clean edit. That sucks. I wanted that one. It's funny because when you get the opportunity to work on these tracks and then you see a few like, dang, I could have worked on that. But when I started to realize, even with Steve, because he's working with top engineers in the industry and then I'm seeing like even the stories of like the record label might send the same track to three different engineers because basically you pay the engineer for their taste you know you got to put out the results and because of Steve's results man it got me results so the first time I saw Trouble was at Tree Sound Studios but he was discussing with Mike Will on, you know, his project Edgewood. Around that time, I didn't even know that they was discussing, but I heard the whole project before it came out, like I said. And then the second time I saw him was at Bonfire. Oh, shout out to Fresh. You know, so much success with Crown Me. And then, you know, Treehouse at East Atlanta Village. Y'all need to check that out, man. He's doing a lot over there. We're going to have an interview with him in the near future. But... Working on Trouble's album was, it made me better at being detailed on 
what to listen for because you don't really think on, you know, you working on clean edits, taking all the explicit lyrics out, and then, you know, one line can get you fine if it's played on the radio. And you can actually do research when it comes to clean edits on how to do it. Matter of fact, I'm going to get with YL. We're going to create a clean edit video to show you exactly different ways from. I've seen situations where the artist sent the two track, everything recorded and the instrumentals. Then have the track outs because something happened with the files. So I literally had to. So I'm not going to say who the artist was, but when he sent it to me, I literally had to. I had the two track with everything already compressed with the vocals, the instruments, drums and all that. And the instrumentals on a separate track. And I had to individually listen to different vocal takes that he said something explicit, but also I had to listen to the ad-libs and the outs too. So the ad-libs are might be, yeah, uh, in the background, but, you know, he might say, you know, a word and then right behind it is the word that I have to cut out. So it happens a lot, but you got to be very detailed when it comes to something in that spectrum, especially if it's played on the radio, because if they get charged. You basically charging whoever you're under, or even if you're a freelancer, you losing that you know that client right off the rip. Especially if they're trusting you with their project, so you gotta be cautious on that. But I do want to say thank you to Steve and Mike Will Made for giving me the opportunity to work on Trouble's album Edgewood. And again, Trouble rest in peace. And I never got a chance to meet him, but I had the opportunity to work on his project, which was amazing. Another thing about Trouble, anytime Trouble goes out, you know, he's he's with his family, he's with his team. And one thing that I noticed with Trouble and then with Eardrummer Records, but also with, you know, my team is the solid foundation of everybody being on the same page. Because I learned this from Eardrummer Records. Anytime Ray Schremer comes out with a single or a project or you know, something they're about to do or event, everybody posts at the same day, same time also. It's like they scheduled it, but I know when Steve told me about this, he was saying, go ahead and post it when you get it. And it was Guatemala from Sway Lee and then Brink's truck from Jimmy when it came out off of Shrimp Life 3, which I also worked on, which was fun to do. I also worked on now... The next video, the quick cast, when it comes out, I'm going to talk about the first task that Steve gave me, which was Ray Shrimmers by Chance. So that'll be a fun episode. Now, one thing I remember Steve asked me if I wanted to. Now, this was a turning point that was a fork in a row because I could have either been a recording engineer as a career or I could take this other lane when I knew for a fact because I'm married and I know when it comes to a session, you know, when you're booking like eight hours, 12 hours, 16 hours sessions, and then it might be back to back depending. I knew that wasn't a road that was going to go. But the funny thing about that fork in the road, if I would have started recording the artist that Steve was talking about, one of the artists was Trouble. 
because when Trouble came to Tree Sound Studios, he asked me if I wanted to record him at the time. I also was working on something of Rebel Ears at the time, too. It was an opportunity that I thought, you know, I could work on, especially at Tree Sound. I think I was in the scene room uh, when Steve was also there because Ears, shout out to Ears, he's an artist under Ear Drummers. Um, his engineer was there and he recorded Trouble. And it was an opportunity that I, to an extent, regretted because it was something that, you know, it could have shifted my whole career differently. But I'm also happy for the fact that I didn't turn into what I would say, a, hmm, how to say this correctly? Because some people in the industry that I met use it. They call, man, I'd be feeling like a studio rat. And I say, why do you say studio rat? Because basically, you know, you're living in the studio, that's your home, and you just like, I don't even know exactly why he says studio rat. I never, hmm. I got to look it up to see that's even a thing. But that's how that engineer was feeling because he, was, he wasn't he was under eardrumming. It was actually an engineer when I was interning who I met. When I was interning at Castle Hill Studio, he was a freelancing engineer. He was just like talking about when he booked sessions, he booking 10 to 12-hour sessions. And it was back-to-back because he was working with a client under a record label with multiple artists. And I understand... As an engineer, it's a full-time job. And a lot of people say it's easy, but until you get into that role when you're dealing with multiple artists, when you're dealing with multiple sessions and you have multiple deadlines, you really got to think on the actual quality that you can provide on the same pace, but also to make sure you know, you manage because if you don't have a manager, you basically doing everything yourself from, okay, I got to book the session. I got to make sure the artist is there on time. I got to make sure I have the files ready. I have to make sure that when the artists get there, we're ready to record. I got to make sure to troubleshoot any issue that we might have while we're recording. I got to make sure that before the artist gets home that I sent the, the bounce of it. I make sure to stay in touch with the artist on if I'm going to do the final mixing of it, what he wants, what he needs. I got to make sure to constantly, you know, updating him on different changes or revision that he wanted. I got to make sure that I send it to the artist on time for it to get mastered. And, you know, that's just a few things as a recording mixing engineer. But as you can see, we wear multiple hats. And, you know, around the time when I was doing Edgewood, it was when I was learning so much from Eardrummer Records. So, again, shout out to everybody on Eardrummers. You know, from everybody at Rebel Ears, we want to just tell Eardrummers thank you. Another thing, I remember, I think I posted it in the past. A lot of people don't know this, but the reason that we named our company Rebel Ears was for Rebelity. Shout out to Kwaku. That's a friend of mine who actually helped me to get my first LLC for my first company, which I dissolved years ago. And we created Rebel Ears and then Eardrummer Records. So Rebelity, you know, Rebel and then Eardrummer's Ears, because it was both companies that I learned a lot from that helped me to you know, be the owner of my own company, Rebel Ears. So shout out to Rebelity and Air Drummer Records. But I also want to say again, rest in peace to Trouble and thank you. I wish we would have met. 
I know there's a lot that I could have learned from from your background as an artist because as an artist, they articulate differently, especially those who stay in the studio, not just going to the studio, but staying there. He was someone who was a master at his craft. And I just want to say, you know, thank you. I never got a chance to meet you, but I'm honored to work on your project, Edgewood. Thank you to Mike Will and Steve for allowing me to work on the project. And for everybody who's listening or watching on YouTube, I want to say thank you. Don't forget to subscribe, like the video, and don't forget to leave a comment because you never know. Your next comment might be our next video. From everybody at Rebel Ears, want to say thank you for watching. Keep tuning in.